Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. Rob Sanders. Clemson is going to kick the shit out of the South Carolina Gamecocks probably for the next 10 years every time they run across each other. Kale Carolina. The South Carolina. And welcome into the Rob and Kale podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. I am uh, joined by my podcast partner, number one Gamecock on the planet. There are some people that run around and go to places like the Tin Roof and drink like crazy fools. Not, not Carolina Jackpot. He's just here to give you great Gamecock content. Jackpot. No, I sit at home and drink like a fool, but... Um... Right. <laughs> There's that. All right. Well, anyway... There's Carolina Jackpot. Jackpot, thanks for joining the show. We're going to do something a little bit different tonight as um, as we uh, roll along here. We're going to take calls in a moment, then a little bit. Uh, I've gotten so many things from Tennessee fans today. Jackpot, they are jacked about this five. They say they've got uh, a top five recruiting class now. I, I mean... <laughs> It's July. Jeremy Pruitt had like a top two recruiting class for uh, the longest time there in what was it, 2020 offseason? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that work out? Yeah. I I mean, it's, you know, I'm glad they're doing their thing. We may get into that in a moment, but Jackpot. No, what's this guy's name that recruited that that committed to him? This Bradley. Fuck this guy. Um, He was also uh, considering the Gamecocks. He went to our camp or whatever. He said it was okay. It wasn't all that. Well, whatever. I mean, and people get mad when you say that, like with these these recruits. I'm not going to tweet at them or anything, but I will say, fuck that guy. I mean, so what? So he's a 17 year old kid. Blah, 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 blah. No, you're damn six foot five. You're 260 pounds. You're a grown ass fucking man. You're big as a damn house. I can say, go fuck yourself. So, is that, so Jackpot's line is look, I ain't going to tweet at you. But if somehow you find this show, go fuck yourself, right? Right, Jackpot. <laughs> Dr. Vall says you'd love Bradley if he committed to you. Sounds so well, of course. That's the way it works. You know, oh god damn. Ah, Jesus. Ah, man. Uh, Rodney says, every time I check in on y'all, too, it's Tennessee. The whole chat room is nothing but Tennessee fans deep, deep, dick in their recruiting class. That's why we brought it up. There he is. Look, there's the comment. Rent free. Rent free. Rodney Price. Yeah, you went free. Yeah. Y- you know what? I, you don't have Rodney Price that you should be the punter for the Gamecocks, are you? All right. He- here's the deal. Jackpot. I am going to uh, I'm going to put out something now for the admins in our chat room. Uh, you folks over there who got the little wrench, all right? You have my permission. Anyone that uses the term rent free, fucking block that comment. That basically all you're saying when you're saying rent free is you don't have the verbal capability to go back and forth with anybody, and you are a basic bitch. So if you're an admin, one of those people over there with a wrench. The term rent-free is not fucking viable on this show anymore. If you can't come up with something better than rent-free, rent-free, <laughs> rent-free, rent-free, fuck off with all that. You're not in that chat. Fix it. 
fix that shit. Rodney Price said that's his father. Holy shit. That's awesome, though. Oh, goddamn. <laughs> hey, Rodney Price. There you go. That's good. All right. So, anyway, you admins. I over believe there. it was before um, one of the comrades, uh, former uh, teammates. teammates uh, uh, God, what was the guy's name? Derwin Jeffcoat. The guy who used to hit uh, golf balls in the damn dorm, like inside the fucking dorm. That's crazy. Uh, I'm just saying, it's, and, and you're right about that. Uh, Baylor man said, if I had sleeves to roll up, yeah. And the Tennessee Vault Heart says, that is annoying by any Just stop it. You, I have faith. Look, the people that listen to this show are the upper 1% of college football fans. You can do better than that. I'm holding you to a higher standard. That's the way this shit goes. You guys aren't no casual, basic bitch people that, you know, you just watch the, get the final score and the 40 seconds worth of highlights. And you think you can talk college football? No, you guys watch every damn down. You're out there watching the spring game and trying to see who the backup snapper is. That's how educated the majority of these fans are. And so who had the better attendance? I mean, Exactly. But stop using the term rent-free. Holy shit with all that. Anyway. All right. So before we get started, Jackpot and I are going to draft our own super conference. We've had so much talking here a little bit lately about, oh, this team's going to go here. This team's going to go there. Jackpot and I are going to draft our own super conference tonight. So we're uh, we're going to do that tonight in just a moment. Before we do that, uh, take care of our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia, Highway 1. Down uh, diagonal from the Walmart, they will be sponsoring the Callaway's uh, Pick'em Challenge. Uh, someone from Twitter has already been messaging me about that. Yeah, we got to get on that. That's got to happen. Generally, we do it right after uh, right after SEC kickoff and SEC media days, all that shit. We're going to get that to you. Basically, you pick 10 games a week against the spread and we are going to find out who can pick the best amongst all of us so there's that that's uh one way to go i have uh i'm going to pay for peg and megan to get into this thing because i don't think that peg and megan know shit about football and he'll probably go three and seven every damn week and he'll be down there near the bottom with a bunch of other basic folks. So well, last year, last year he picked. He was in there. He picked for a week, and then he quit. Hey, so quick. his entry was basically a donation to the pot, nothing more. Yeah, it's a donation. Well, I, I'm taking care of his this year, and he's going to submit picks, and uh, and we'll go from there. We may give away a couple of entries too. We may do that. Depends on how much Santa Claus we want to be. Doctor Bark says, "Can't wait to join this season." Sancho, any of the. Um, Tennessee fans tell me where I went to today. It's about looking at that bottle. What the hell is that? Maybe. <laughs> Megan Megan. <laughs> Peg and Megan has I, I have this I have the sound clip for Peg and Megan if I can find it. But no, um, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. It's one of our best things of the year, Jackpot. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, definitely. The best. All right. So, but we also have fireside chats with Uncle Jackpot. Uh, Jackpot, tell us a story this evening. Um, 
Sorry. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Um, Mizzou has more SEC wins since they joined the conference than my shit piss poor team does. Maybe we should join the Southern Conference and be more competitive. Uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. As always, go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Are, are, are you sure about those numbers? I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm not I, sure about that. Okay, well, I have them for you right here because I figured you would say that. Since Mizzou joined the conference in 2012, they have 38 SEC wins. South Carolina has 36. Sorry. The, the, uh, the COVID year got us. That's where they went ahead at. We only won two. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I'm just saying. Yeah, so you don't count the COVID year? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying we don't count the goddamn COVID year. I'm saying that's what I pulled ahead at. That so, and the, the, the 2019 season, so where we won four damn games. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, thanks to Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport. We appreciate uh, appreciate you uh, sponsoring the program. By the way, in that same amount of time, since 2012, you Tennessee fans over there, you got 29 wins. That matches Kentucky, who also has 29 wins. So please, take that same by that I thought they had more than that. No, sir. Since 2012, Tennessee has well, 29 in, SEC wins. I guess in 2012 and 13 14, they were pretty bad or something, I guess. so. They went one year where they didn't win a conference game. So That was Tennessee. Did Kentucky do that? Really? Mm, no, I don't remember if Kentucky uh, – Kentucky generally beat Vanderbilt. So, so there's that. Uh, leading the way, by the way, the Georgia Bulldogs. I, I think they, I can't remember the, the exact numbers on them, but. Peg and Megan said classic Gamecock rhetoric. The COVID year. Look, I'm not blaming the fucking COVID for anything. I'm just saying that's when Mizzou pulled ahead of us in damn SEC wins because we only won down two. We beat Auburn and we beat uh, the aforementioned uh, Jack Offs from Nashville. By the way, something quick on this note, right? By the way, um, when since 2012, the Gamecocks picked up Texas A&M, a team they never beat, but they dropped Arkansas. Arkansas, in that same amount of time period, had 20 wins uh, in conference since 2012, which is and only- Arkansas. Arkansas used to be pretty valid, so. It's 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 the it's the damn South Carolina's luck that they uh, had to drop them right about the time they got shitty. Well, right. Well, that's the thing. Arkansas went to shit, and they're right there with Vanderbilt. Only one more conference win than Vanderbilt since 2012. But instead, South Carolina gets Texas A&M, a team they have uh, yet to pick up a win against. So there's that. But anyway, all right. So jackpot. Here's how we're gonna do this. We're going to uh do you want to I, I I thought we would cap it at 20 teams. Are you cool with that? Um or do you want to do for the for the for the draft where we pick our uh pick our stuff here? Do you want to do 16 or 20? We should do the whole I thought it was a whole conference. Right, but are we doing a 20 team conference or a tw- or a 16 team conference where we pick back and forth? Or, How many are teams we, are there together in no, both conferences? You're in the ACC and the SEC. Hold on. 
Okay, I got you. So we're just going to pick from those two. Got it. My bad. I lost my stuff there. Hold on. Thought that's what we're yes. doing. Yeah, yeah. I, I screwed it up. My bad. So the ACC has what? Uh, how many teams we got here? This year, one, two, three, four. Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So fourteen in the ACC, and then the SEC has fourteen as well. We're not mm-hmm. going to do it with Texas and Oklahoma because, you know, yeah, they're not in the conference yet. So we're just going to pick from those two two conferences, and we're going to see who ends up with the best conference. Here's how it works, though. Um, they once you pick from one conference, you have to pick from the other with your next pick. So right. you're not just going to roll off five ACC teams or five SEC teams, whatever. All right. So jackpot being the gentleman that I am, I'm going to give you pick number one. Who are you going to take with your first pick in the conference draft here with the, uh, ACC and the SEC and now remember, you got to add basketball and all that other mix. Wow. Which way are you going to go first? Who's your first team? With the first overall pick in the no, 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 no I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm taking Texas A&M. Wow. Okay. So jackpot's got A&M. Now. Here's the thing. I I, I kind of think I know where Jackpot's going here. See, he's got to pick an ACC school next. So with that, I'm going to take Clemson because he has to take an ACC school after that. So with that, I'm taking Clemson with my first pick. All so right. you don't take a you don't take an SEC school. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't take an SEC school with your next pick. I got you. You take it with this pick. Now you have to take an ACC school. Okay. North Carolina. I kind of thought that's where you would go. I don't have a problem with that. But with that now, I get – I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Georgia Bulldogs with my second pick. Okay. Who are you up with next? Tennessee. All right. I'm taking my ACC pick. I'm going to go with Florida State. Okay. I'm ACC, right? Yep. You got to go to ACC pick now. Clemson and FSU are off the board. Duke. All right, so I have to pick an ACC team now, or an SEC team now. I'm going to go with Alabama. All right, you're up with your SEC team, Jackpot. Florida. It's a solid pick. Florida Gators with the jack for jackpot there in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, sixth as far as he's building his super conference. With my sixth pick, I've got to go to the ACC, 
Jackpot is built. Man, that's pretty good there, Jackpot. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that so far, but I'm going to go with Miami with my ACC pick here. All right, Jackpot, you're up next. You have to pick an ACC team now. Virginia Tech. That's pretty good. Jackpot building building some stuff here. Back to the SEC for me with my next pick. Mm, I'm going to go with the Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> All right. Your pick, Jackpot. Take my game, Cox. All right, South Carolina. You got the defending national champion women's hoops team there, so that's good. That's exactly right. All right, so I have to pick an ACC team now, and I am going to go with – oh, man, Jackpot screwed me there because I was going to take Virginia Tech, but he's already got them. So with that, now I'm going to go – Shit. Damn it, Jackpot. You got me here. All right. Hold on. Let's see here. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. So you're back to the ACC now. And. Um, who's... All right. NC State. I'm glad you took them because I don't want fucking Dave Dorn anywhere. Fuck him. Uh, he can come over my side. All right. So I've got the next next SEC pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Auburn, the Auburn Tigers. All right, Jack, you're up. Um, I'm going to take LSU. That's a good pick, Jackpot. God damn it. All right. So I'm back to my ACC pick now. Yes, we've taken out, I've taken out, I took Alabama in my first, second, third, fourth pick. So my next pick, I'm going to go with, I've got Miami. I'm not, I'm not, fuck Georgia Tech. I'm not taking them. I'm going to take Louisville. All right, Jackpot, you're up. I'm going to take – I'm going to take Virginia. All right. No, Dr. Bart, oh. LSU is not there on my team. Mm hmm or they're in my conference. Yeah. <clears throat> You've got A&M already. I'm going to go. I'm going to take Tennessee, Jackpot. All right, took them. Oh, yeah, you did. Fuck me. I thought. Oh, I'm trying to. Uh-uh. No, that's my bad. I, I looked up on the board here. I, I realized you took them third. My fault. I thought they were still there. 
I thought we were being dickheads and taking them late in the draft here. Uh, all right. So with that, I've got Kentucky. Uh, I'm gonna take Mizzou. Mizzou. All right, you're up next. Okay. Um, Ole Miss. I'm gonna take Syracuse. Okay. Give me uh give me some Wake Forest. I will take Mississippi State. Has ever I mean everybody else has been taken? Oh, no, hold on, I'm making sure here. Uh for the SEC, you've got Hold on, I'll tell you who's left. I don't think I think Vandy's on there. Oh no, no, no. I'm taking Arkansas. Got Arkansas? Okay. Thank mm-hmm. you, Joey. Hold on, let's see here. So I have to take. No, I already took Ole Miss. Yeah. So that leaves me with uh, so I've got Vanderbilt then. No, ah, no, 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 no. I've got I've got I picked Mississippi State last, so I've got an ACC pick here. So I will take I've got Georgia Tech. Okay. So I I've got Boston College. That's actually not bad. Boston College. And then I end up with Vanderbilt. All right. So here's Jackpot's conference for those that are uh, online here. We'll tell, we'll figure out what you think about each other's conference here. Jackpot's got AM, North Carolina, Tennessee, Duke. Florida, Virginia Tech, South Carolina, NC State, LSU, Virginia, Old Piss, Wake Forest, Arkansas, and Boston College. My conference is Clemson, Georgia, Florida State, Alabama, Miami, Kentucky, Pitt, Auburn, Louisville, Mizzou, Syracuse, Mississippi State, Georgia Tech, and Vanderbilt. All right, Jack. Mm. Do you think you won over me, or do you uh, you're going to make an argument for your conference? Or? I think my team. I think I got a bunch of road graders over there. Yeah. Papa B says uh, Rob wins. I mean, if we're doing it on just the football front, it looks pretty tough. But as far as balance goes, I mean, on, fo- pretty, on the uh, football front, on the football front, you probably got it. But I don't know overall championships. I think I did. That's why I, I mean I took Tennessee early because I mean basketball is really good. Baseball is really good. Women's basketball is pretty good, and um, football is getting there. So you know, and that's why I took Texas A and M. Same thing. I was thinking about yeah. Well, and yeah, I mean, but from a non-football perspective, I mean, you've got. In, in your conference, you've got, what, the defending national champion in women's hoops, 
right? Yeah. I have the defending national champion in men's hoops, right? Yeah, yeah. Who won in men's hoops this year? I can't remember. North Carolina. That's right. Yeah, and the so runner-up in Duke. No, Kansas won. Oh yeah, duh. No shit. Yeah, fuck them. But no, but I mean, North Carolina was right there, and you've got in basketball, you're right there. So, Jay says, "How in the hell was A and M your first pick? What was your what was your your theory there? Picking A and M first? Football success. I mean, they're really good in all three major sports. I mean, basketball. I mean, it's kind of iffy, but." I mean, when you talk about I me, mean, it's just a huge, um, it's a huge fan base, it's a huge alumni base, a lot of money. I mean, you know. That's a good point. Who wouldn't want that? All right. Well, that's a good point, Jackpot. Well, anyway, we're going to take calls on that in a second, but we have a new thing we're going to do this evening, and I'm calling it Jackpot uh, Sends People to the Shitter. And these are. I'm going to post some pictures here and show them to you in a second. And these are some stuff online where people said things. And I, I don't know if they meant to say them, but jackpot just kind of slapped some people around online. So I'm calling this much. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's basically what it is. And some like some of them, I'm like, if you're a Clemson fan, why are you saying some of these dumb things that he's saying? But, uh, He's, he's fine. But anyway, we're going to take calls in a moment. I want to show these pictures first, Jackpot. Let me pull them up here. Um, we'll talk a little bit about talk a little bit about the uh, uh, some of these things that you said to people, Jackpot, where you just basically uh, slapped some folks around. It was actually kind of cool. Hold on. I'm pulling them up right now. Fun to show. All right. All right, so Jackpot had uh, – I'm going to put some of these up here. And Jackpot, you can just explain them as we go here. Do -do -do. Well, I didn't slap them all around, but I, we'll, we'll talk about well, some well, of these. You want to you want to respond to some of these things, though. Yes, right? and some of them I did. But... All right, so here's the first one, Jackpot. Uh, it says – this is uh, from this is Chip, yeah. who's over in the, the, the chat room, but he had to we had to give it to him. Clemson would go 10 and 2 if they had the Gamecock schedule. I think joining the SEC East wouldn't be such a bad idea. Bad thing is, three people gave him a thumbs up. Here, newsflash you join the SEC, you can't join the SEC East. You can't pick what uh side of the conference or what what pod or what division or or whatever they're gonna call. The way they divide these up, you can't you can't pick that. You you have to join the conference or no. Yeah, but he said he he, he said the Gamecock schedule. That's what he sure. I don't want no, that's, that's what he was saying is the, the Gamecock schedule. But anyway, Ugh. all right, yeah. okay, that, that's fair. But anyway, let's go to the next one. They oh, went no. nine and three last year with Clemson schedule. Yeah. Uh, this is a comment on Shane Beamer kicks Clemson player out of high school seven on seven. Keenan Watson says, go watch him on a Friday night as if he won't have games to play on Saturday. <laughs> then jackpot, you kind of zinged him there, right? 
Yeah, I said it's two hours away. I mean, what? Okay, first of all, uh, you have road games on Saturday too. I mean, and you don't take every player on your team uh, on the travel squad to the away games. So there's no guarantee that this clown's even going to be playing road games. Uh, and number two, uh, Dutch Fork is maybe two hours away from Clemson. I'm pretty sure that uh, that St. Dabo uh, values family enough to let the kid go watch his brother play high school football. I mean, come on. I mean, I, mean, I don't think the. I mean, I don't think they have a, a, a an eight o'clock curfew. Maybe they do. Hell, I don't know. Uh, we 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 didn't really get into that because I didn't want to just. Uh, it was it was shitty what they did to that guy down there, but Gamecock fans are like, fuck it, whatever. But. All I got to say on that is November's coming. Uh, the next one, they what, they did what guy? I mean, there was, I mean, there was some reason that Shane Beamer asked him to leave. Shane Beamer's not an asshole. I mean, he's not, and he's not uh, causing was, drama. Was, he, he's not a jerk. It was an I mean, asshole thing that he did. I, I, don't I care. know it wasn't. He, it, there was a reason why he did that. He wouldn't have done it just for the hell of it, just to be a jerk. Come on. What, what, okay, fine. We'll get into this. What was the reason that he kicked him out then? You think were they? Oh, we don't know. Out? We don't what know. But do? there had to be one. He would. I mean, he wouldn't have just said, <laughs> "Watch this. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, abuse my power real quick, guys." Thirty to. Sure. Well, I'll stand by what I said. No, November's coming. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, it is. Sure is. November's coming. All right. Sure and is. Maybe you'll. Next- sure is. Maybe go up five hundred something yards to never again. Again. Mm, sure. Yeah, and you still lost. Anyway, uh, well, was, it don't uh, matter. So okay, so yards mattered, matter, but the well, I mean, that's that's the that's the basis for uh, winning game. Well, if it, if you did if we did it this time, uh, then you'd lose by thirty because your defense, your offense, little your offense is now putrid and non-existent. Okay. Uh, next, you had, you had a you had a valid you had a valid and viable quarterback back then too, and running back too. Also, okay. all right. Next next frame here from Jackpot. It says uh, this is says uh, you're all. I actually agree with with Jackpot on this one. It says you all are putting too much hope on a quarterback that couldn't perform in the Big Twelve, with probably some of the worst defenses in the Power Five. You actually think he'll be great against SEC defenses. And then you kind of you set him straight there, Jackpot, right? Well, couldn't perform. I mean, guess I mean I guess he didn't watch college football in 2020. I and mean, what did he throw for like four thousand yards in a yeah. shortened season? Mm-hmm. Come on, JL says uh, Gamecocks are shitty. Always have been. Always will be. It is what it is. Okay, well I guess so. That's a, that was one particular five years you just forgot about. Uh, next one. I don't understand this one. John Adams says they got to be really good because they got a really hard schedule. I've been talking about this, I, I, and I'm not really picking on this guy, but I mean, I've been talking about this in my videos for the past three days. It's a hard schedule every year. Okay. I mean, you pl- you're a non conference, permanent non conference opponent. He's constantly ranked inside the top five. He's won two national championships in the last five years. Um, you're, you, you play Georgia every year, uh, who is, I mean, same. Uh, you play uh, Texas A&M every year, who's, I mean, really good. 
I mean, what? It's it's an SEC schedule. I, I can't understand why people always think that this is such a. I mean, everybody in the SEC schedule is tough to some degree. My thing is, start winning more games. Start winning games and playing better. It won't be as tough then. It's a good point. I uh, can't really argue against that. Win more tough, games. No tough schedule. Matters. I mean, you might have a perfect storm of maybe like. You're, uh, you're, well, I mean, schedule is going to change up anyway, but I mean, let's say, oh, well, just for, for argument's sake, that the Texas Oklahoma wasn't coming in and it was staying like it is. You might have the perfect storm of Texas AM having a down year and you play them at home, and then maybe you play your your uh, rotating opponent at home from the SEC West, and maybe it's Mississippi State, and they're really not good that year. And you may have that, and you may get Vandy at home, okay? And then maybe Tennessee's on the road, and they're not that good. Okay, then maybe that schedule's not as tough, but they're still going to be tough. All right, next one, and final one before we take calls this evening. We should have some interesting phone calls tonight. I hope so. Uh, This one says, uh, didn't really do good against the Taters. Understatement of the year. You knew what Clemson's game plan was. Definitely not a pass attack. Yeah, and like I said, piss poor tackling on our part. I mean, really, really, uh, really not anything they did uh, other than uh, run their basic offense, their basic best offense, and we couldn't stop it because they weren't tackling very well that night. Yeah, so. uh, once again, that is that is typical Carolina jackpot. It was you didn't throw you, you, did. you didn't throw up the one where the guy the 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 well maybe I didn't send it to you where the guy said. Carolina jackpot, and then he gave his name. He said, question, why can't South Carolina beat Clemson, the Alabama Crimson Tide, and Tennessee? And I said, "Um, because we're not very good. I mean, (laughs) or consistently beat them. Consistently, we play Alabama like once every seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm firing up the phone system here. If you guys want to join the program, it's uh, 803-470-2905, or you can join the program this evening if you would uh, like to do that. Uh, Let me put the number down here on the bottom so folks can see it. If you want to call up, if you Tennessee fans want to get those knee pads ready and uh, put something up here on the virtual bookcase of accountability talking about Oh, well, this is going to be the classic gets it done. If uh, Gamecock fans are upset with me about what I said about November's coming, we'll take calls on that. Whatever it is you want to talk about this evening, phone lines are open 803 470 2905. 803 470 2905. Nicholas Powell says last year, he says Clemson would have lost to UGA, Bama, and Pitt with Tennessee's schedule. Um, I think they would have lost to Ole Miss too. Um, that's his name. Jackpot might be. He might. You know, I can't really argue that with him because I think Ole Miss with Matt Corral might have might have done something. I don't know. And I think at the time that they played them, and you might not want to hear this, they were clicking on all cylinders pretty good at the time. I think he might have lost to Dan Mullen. I think I think you're full of shit. But I'll give you Ole Miss, but not Dan Mullen. Fuck off with all that. Did they crush Tennessee? Yeah, you might have lost Kentucky too. 
four, get out of here. 470 2905, 803 470 2905. Oh, fuck. I guess they would have lost to Vanderbilt, too, huh? No, no, I didn't say that. All right, 803-470-2905 if you would like to uh, to join us on the program this evening. If you want to talk about Jackpot's, uh, Jackpot's conference here, I think I win on the football front, but Jackpot might win on the front of overall because he got two good, actually three good picks here that I feel kind of, I mean, the LSU pick is outstanding because they're constantly right there in the mix for everything. He's got Tennessee, mm-hmm. who uh, their baseball team is playing really well. They just can't beat Notre Dame, so there's that. And then you've got uh, A&M up at the top there. That's pretty good, too. Pretty good, too. All right, 803-470-2905 if you'd like to talk about that. If you want to talk about uh, the recruiting stuff that's out there, we can get into that as well. Whatever it is you want to talk about this evening here on the program, 803-470-2905. Nicholas says, so 9-4, and still better than the Vols record. Look, I'll give Jackpot Ole Miss. I'm not giving him Florida. I'm not giving him uh, any of those other teams. That's just not happening. Let's go out to the phones and welcome into the program. Good evening. Yeah, I just want to um, kind of direct my question towards Jackpot. Is it not mid-July? Oh, hold on. Hold on. I got your music. All right, go ahead. The, the the question stands. Is it not mid July jackpot? Uh, well, it's kind of early July, but we're fringing on it. Yeah. Yeah, and you're in South Carolina, correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. Right, and you weigh what? Maybe close to three hundred pounds. Oh goddamn! Come on now. Mm-hmm. No, not that big. Well, he's wearing a damn uh, a sweatshirt hoodie in <laughs> mid-July in South Carolina. It's cold in here. I'm just saying, man, that that's a little little strange. And look, man, I, I tried to stick up for you, and you have basically bashed me for saying your schedule was brutal. You've made like three videos on it for, for the ignorant fans saying your schedule is brutal. Well, guess what? Maybe try to win more than seven games. Look, man, I was sticking up for you, but at this point, you know, you kind of turned some of us off. I mean, <laughs> beat beat Clemson. Uh, how about that? If you're going to go on here and, and, and talk about fans saying that, oh, we shouldn't say your schedule's brutal, it always is brutal, well, beat somebody. Damn, we're tired of hearing well, that. Did I, not, did I not just say that? Did I not just end – uh, my little diatribe with that. I didn't hear the end of your diatribe, but well, then I mean, maybe you shouldn't speak on it. We're, we're all tired. We're all pulling the SEC card for you here. We're all tired of it, and then you and then you basically attack the fans who are trying to stick up for you. You know? No, I'm not attacking anybody who's trying to stick up. I'm talking about more so the Gamecock fans. 
always bitching about the schedule being tough. Well, I I, I understand that, but it, I mean, it, it, the the fact that that it it is always tough, we we get that. But there are some years where it really is tougher than others, and this happens. Uh, and I right, and I I made that point as well. Look, there was like what was well, it three seasons ago? The the season where uh, the kid that was there that ended up going to Northwestern, um, and they they trotted him out there. The Gamecocks that season had to play Georgia. Florida was still pretty good, and they had Alabama on their schedule and Texas A and M. That was that was a brutal schedule year. I'll give them that. But I think where Jackpot's going is, I think Jackpot's tired of hearing. Well, the schedule's tough, so they're kind of trying to sell themselves short on that. He's like, the schedule's it. tough, God so we're giving game. ourselves a built-in excuse to win six games. Yeah. No, it, it is every year. I get that. But there are some years where it does stand out above others, and this happens to be one of the – look, a and is going to be better than they have been. Tennessee's going to be better than they have been. Florida's probably eh, so-and-so. So so, but Clemson's gonna be better than they were last year. That's all we're saying, man. It's just uh, no, it man. That's not. I mean, we don't know that for a fact yet. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think last year's schedule was pretty tough. I mean, had Georgia and Athens, and you know, the road, the the non-con schedule last year was tougher than this year. Um, I don't yeah. care about the non-con. I'm talking about the meat of your. That that whole non-con thing, I don't I don't get that. Why is that so important when you look well, at the it's, record? It's it's part of it, it ends up being part of your overall record at the end of the year. But why is the emphasis like if you play five ranked teams in conference, why is your non-con so important? I, I don't I don't I have never understood that. Why is it so important? And then, by the way, Clemson, you know this good and well. Clemson's going to be way better than they were last year. You know that. Based on what? I mean, based on what? I mean, yeah, I mean, that defense is going to be really good. Yeah. Are they going to be able to score touchdowns? Are they going to be able to throw the ball accurately? Are they going to run post routes? I mean, the offense was horrible last year, and now they're bringing the guy who didn't develop DJ Ukulele as a quarterback He's now the offensive coordinator. No, I, I'm. You're pumping rainbows and unicorns. Well, just because all these football magazines say it, don't make it so. I mean, just because they're they're recruiting great for 2023, doesn't make a hill of beans for 2022. I didn't say I, a word about that. I, I understand. Jack, that. Jackpot seems to the one thing the football magazines say is that every. Uh, every player that's going in the rotation for the Clemson defensive line is projected as a first or second round NFL draft pick. So bring that bitch offensive line you got from South Carolina with the fucking fat Arn Anderson as their head coach and watch what's going to happen up there at Death Valley. That's the only thing that, I'm going to That's great. Do. That's wonderful. I mean, oh, that's fine. South Carolina fans, because it's ridiculous. You Maybe you'll play a bunch of games. Maybe you'll play a bunch of seven to zero games. I tell you what, you may be able to do well with Spencer Rattler, with Mizzou and Vanderbilt and all those other bitch teams. But when you come to Death Valley, you know what happens. You know what happens after Thanksgiving. You had that little five-year stretch where, hey, us. But I'm telling you, 
He's going to get up butt fucked. Well, yeah, the the law of averages says that things things don't stay the Too same much. forever. We're going to win ten straight against you, motherfuckers. I'm on the record uh, for okay. the well, all right. seven right now. Bookcase of accountability. We're winning ten straight. Write okay. it down. Okay. Okay. And, and that's my point. But that's just one team on the schedule, Jackpot. I mean, ten, you have to admit Tennessee's probably going to be better. Even Florida is probably going to be better. Uh, Georgia Florida be, can't be you know, much maybe worse. Florida was pretty decent last year until I don't know what happened to them midway through the season. They just totally fell apart. They were okay. Yeah. I mean, if you remember, they played uh, Alabama to a two-point game at home. So, so, so it seems to me what's so bad about fans looking at your schedule and saying, look, it's going to be tougher than, than even the average year. It really is. It's because, I it's because I feel like people are, are are feel are trying to feel sorry for the Gamecocks, and uh, I don't want that. It's an SEC schedule. No, it's not about that. It's just being honest about what your schedule is, man. It really is. We're not. I mean, just just taking a a, a nonpartisan look at your schedule. Well, it's gonna be tough, man. Well, it well, well myself and and one Uncle Lou, uh, like we agree that uh, the the Georgia Tech schedule is brutal. Why is it brutal? It's brutal because of the non-con that they play. Ole Miss, uh, at UCF, and UGA. Yeah, well, using Uncle Lou's logic is, is basically like explaining mashed potatoes. Well, it wasn't uh, – well, it, uh, to be fair, though, it wasn't, it wasn't Lou that he – we were talking about teams on one of his calling shows that had brutal schedules – in 2022, and I brought that one up, so it was really me. All right, well, we're just we're we're fans of of rival teams, kind of. He agreed. As far as what your what your schedule is going to be, that's all. I, I just find it odd that you're you're shooting us down for talking for talking up your schedule. I don't I don't really understand that. I mean, I'm not I'm not shooting you down. I'm just I just I just have a talking point here. All right, Peg and Megan, anything else, buddy? No, uh, yeah, one thing, uh, 43 and 18, Rob. Have a great night. There you go with uh, with Peg and Megan doing his thing tonight. Uh, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905, if you'd like to join us here on the program this evening. If you want to respond to what Peg and Megan said, is he correct? I I agree with Jackpot to an extent. Because I don't buy, um, I don't buy into this whole thing of, you know, you should feel sorry for someone because of who they play. Because it's not, it's not necessarily the same every year. You don't have Bama on the schedule. You don't have LSU on the schedule this year. When that rotates and that West opponent is them, though, I mean, it's it makes things uh, makes your schedule a hell of a lot more tougher. It really does. Um, hey, Marty, the twenty nineteen, the twenty nineteen schedule. When I went four and eight, we had. Um, Alabama at home, and then um, what we went to A and M. I mean, I'll agree that was probably a little tougher than some. But right. when you when you when you flex into that, it's uh, it's going to be it's going to make it tougher. It really is. And and some years, like you may end up where you pull an Alabama or an LSU, and you got to go on the road to Tennessee. And you got to go on the road to Mizzou. And that just makes things uh, 
you know, like if last year, if you would have had Alabama on the schedule instead of who was the other SEC West team that you played? I can't remember. But Clem, last whoever, year. Yeah, who was it last year? Auburn. Was it Auburn? So Auburn, if they would have played like they normally played, that would have been a much better, uh, much better, uh, better schedule. Well, says the Gamecocks toughest opponents themselves because they are sorry and make excuses. What was the? I mean, what are we making excuses about? Like last year, what losing to Clemson, uh, poor tackling performance. That's not making excuses. That's owning up to it. Big Barney Ross says, uh, "Rest in peace, Paulie, Wal Paulie Walnuts, his favorite OG." Yeah, I loved uh, Paulie from The Sopranos. So good stuff there. Yeah, I watched today uh, a video over on the uh, good, 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 good Clemson video maker. Actually, the Shadow of Death Valley follows me on Twitter. And I watched this video on the 2003 um, South Carolina Clemson game. And uh, the, the opening portion of that thing is, is the beginning of the Lou Holtz show. And um, a young Todd Ellis was talking to Lou. And, uh, you know, this is after the 63-17 loss. And Lou said that there's no one out there who feels worse than I do. He said, I mean, if I could fire myself. I would. He said, based on last night, I don't need to be retained as coach. And he's like, I, I mean, I, the, everybody's devastated and I'm devastated. I mean, he it's like he, he owned up to it. Like he took the loss and blamed it on himself. I mean, and you could tell that he was genuine. I mean, it wasn't like a Will Muschamp. Now, you want to talk about excuses and, and just, uh, you know, lack of accountability. Uh, he, he's the find that and pull it up really quick. Can I find that and see if we can play a bit of that? Will that get us pinged? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Hope not. Uh, hold on. Let's see here. So it's Shadow of Death Valley, right? Mm -hmm. so here. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Go and follow this guy. He's got I've, – I've heard some of his videos are uh, pretty good. And we're talking about the 1993 South Carolina game. Let's see if I can find No, 2003. That. Oh, 2003. Sorry. The 16, the, the 63 to 17 uh, debacle. Where we wouldn't oh, talk yeah. to anybody. Mm, 2003, Clemson versus South Carolina. Yeah. All right. now, he, he said something on there about Charlie White. Someone, someone made a comment on the video. Charlie Whitehurst was, he was a beast. And I, I don't know. I commented something back. He wasn't a beast. I was like, did you say our secondary? I'm like, my God, I mean, I could hit those damn receivers are so wide up. I was like, he's a, ah, fuck that guy's a fucking bitch. I not stand him either. Yeah, I've got, uh, well, he, he never lost. Anyway, I'm going to play this. Uh, now, he was the Connor Shaw, but Connor Shaw at the bitch. He was, uh, he was, he was pretty good. Didn't lose. All right, hold on one second. I'm going to see if I can play a piece of this. And I think I've got it queued up just to the right spot, too. Imagine that. Uh, follow Shadow of Death Valley here on. On YouTube. All right, Jackpot, check this out. Let's see here. Oh, wow. Cool. Carolina fans, and I, I wish I could accept it all. I mean, I absorb their pain. I, I feel their pain. The first three touchdowns, we had three mental errors in the, in the secondary. The first one on third and 16. Don't blame players. When players fail to learn, coaches fail to teach. And I think that's our obligation. And uh, after that, it just snowballed down. The first three times we had the ball, we went. Three and out, base four three. And then we didn't move the ball, but the next three times we had the ball with some play action passing. Um, 
So I agree with you there on Coach Holtz. I mean, he took that loss on the chin. Welcome to the program. Good evening. How's it going, guys? We got sports media. Hey. Hi, what do you have to offer the program this evening, sir? Are you on here to attack me as well? No, no, Jack. But I, I completely understand what you're saying. As a Kentucky fan, our strength of schedule is really something that's very important to me. And uh, I would like to say that we're, we're right there with you on our strength of schedule, you know, Jack. But um, these Miami of Ohio's and NIU's, they don't beat themselves, all right? So. Um, I mean, I, the, the sarcasm needs to be is, is, is on this year. Jesus. Neither does the snakes. Yeah. You know what? And they don't. The snake does not beat themselves. Um, neither does Youngtown State. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, That's I, right. I mean, the penguins are not one to be fucked with. Yeah. I mean, you ever seen a penguin fuck a football? I have. Uh, it's kind of, sca- I mean, it's kind of savage, to be honest with you. Yeah, but not, not not bombs yeah. away, Randy Macho Man Savage off the top rope. But <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You're basically saying that you don't want to use the SEC's power as an excuse to win six games. I understand that. I completely understand that. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything um, else? Yeah. Um. Rob, what's your thoughts on Rick Barnes? I like Rick Barnes. Uh, I wish he would have stayed at Clemson, but he didn't. So I like him. I like so, him. Uh, basketball, and we're 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 right at the heart of uh, football season coming up. I mean, well, we can talk. We can talk how Kentucky has the best running back room in the SEC. If you want to talk about that? Well, if I could say sober, that'd be real good. That's that's not necessarily true. We don't know if uh, how many games uh, Rodriguez is going to play. If he's not in the running back room, they're not really you knew that, that was coming. So, so it does not matter because uh, we have another All American in the room. Who, who is she? I've never heard of her. Uh, um, we have a transfer All American from Sam Houston State who had just about two thousand yards last year. That was at Sam Houston State. Well, I mean, same Houston State's about like Clemson, isn't it? I mean, you guys had about the same offense. If you are you re, you really want to go down that road? Isn't you, Sam Houston the guy that used to get beat road? up by Nikita Koloff all the time in the opening match? Yeah, that might have that might have been uh, the guy. That was Baby Doll's husband. Nope. <laughs> so who do you think? Hit, <laughs> who do you think hit more trailers with balls, Sam Houston State or Clemson? Oh, once again, they were pretty good, though. Seriously, they were what they won the Natty and uh, FCS or was runner up. I mean, if you yeah, want to go down that road, game. look, if you want to come to me and say that Rodriguez is a good running back, I'll buy into that. I'll buy into that. But to say you have the best running back room in the SEC is kind of like, okay, 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 sure. Um, Rob, have you done have you done your research? Because, um, one without Rod, without Rodriguez, you're not. So let's just put but that out Rodriguez there. Rodriguez is still in the room. There's no, there's no mandate out that says he's, he's not, not playing he, he, right now, Rob. He's going to get suspended, though, right? 
shouldn't we think he's going to get suspended for okay or or, or, week one against miami of ohio okay well going into the season he's not going to be able to play so there's that for week one probably are you certain about that so Basically, what you're saying is, is that Mark Stoops, who I think is a stand-up guy, is going to say that, hey, drinking and driving and everything, that's cool at UK. You can just miss one game. Awesome. Uh, okay. Okay. Can you can you ask can you answer this question to me? Who no. has who has a moral more moral high ground? Uh Stoops or Saban? Because Saban's defensive coordinator just got a DUI like this offseason and he's gonna be coaching the first game. Is he playing? <laughs> It's the same thing. It's, he's put, he should be held to a higher standard than the players. He's an adult. Okay, like they're all adults, but he's an older adult. Why are, why are you trying to spin this? Guys. Why are you trying to spin this to Nick Saban? Well, because you're because you're saying that the players should be held to a higher standard than the coaches. No, I'm not. I'm saying that he should be suspended for more than one game. Yeah, and the same so thing with the coach too. I mean, he should be suspended for more than one game. What's your point? They both should be suspended. Sure. So why are you penalizing our program when you're not penalizing Alabama? I don't give a fuck about either program. I don't know where where you think I have like this absolute love for Kentucky. I don't give a suspend him fucking eighty game. Don't don't suspend him at all. Let him rape the cheerleaders at the middle of the field. None of that shit matters to me. I I don't care. I don't care what happens with Kentucky. They only really come up seriously one one real time uh, on the when we pick them in games. I I watch them there, but I think of your football team like the most Kentucky fans do. It's something to watch until basketball season starts. That's pretty much what you guys you know, do. You know, Rob, if you Rob, if you didn't play in the All Cupcake Conference, you would think of us differently. And I you know, hear, I honestly dog, don't need dog. to hear that from you about an all cupcake conference when if you played Clemson, you'd lose by double digits. Sir, sir, you had, you you had issues with the snake you, last you year, and you're calling talking First shit up. to Clemson. Are you really First that up, silly? Sir. Listen, listen, Rob, you know deep down in your uh, heart that if you played Kentucky last year, we would have beat your ass. In what? Basketball? Yeah. Brad Brownell sucks. Football. You couldn't complete a pass against the all cupcake conference. You got me by the NC fuck State. out of here. You struggled. You struggled to beat South Carolina last year. Clemson beat them by thirty. But okay. 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 Um, how about how about that? Um, uh, the pit team. I don't know shit about fuck. I don't know shit hey, about fuck. About hey, hold up, hold up, Rob. What about the pit team that beat you that got beat by a Mac school? Pitt beat Tennessee, man. What do you want from me? Tennessee beat you. Go fuck Pitt yourself. Got beat by a I don't know shit about fuck. Are you finished? This is this isn't fun no, for Pitt me. Got beat by a this school. is this is like being a seven foot five guy and dunking on a midget every time you call. You just bring the same shit, and I just keep fucking dunking on you, and you just keep coming no. back. Like maybe maybe I can get him. Maybe I can get him. No, here's a Rob, thought. Here's what you did wrong, Rob. I am completely you, you're, correct. You're, I'm completely correct. Under the logic that you said, did no. you beat Tennessee last year? Answer that question. Did you beat no. Tennessee? No, you didn't. Okay. Tennessee lost the pit, right? Yeah. Okay. Hang up the phone, sir. Have to a be break. fair, they scored a touchdown on Georgia's defense. I'm not even going to have that shit. Holy shit with all that. Come on, Bluegrass. They scored on Georgia, though. 
Nick says bluegrass sports media likes uncooked hot dogs. <laughs> God damn it. All right, here we go. The next caller on the program this evening. Welcome to the program. Good evening, sir. Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. I just wanted to comment on uh, the Tennessean is the one that come up with this lame running back. If you have watched college football at all, Kentucky does not have a better running back room than Georgia. I'm sorry. No. Or uh, they got us rated above Alabama. Tennessee was trolling Kentucky. Couples, couple of outlets ran with it. Yes, Tank Bigsby is probably the best running back out there, in my opinion, in mine alone. That don't mean nothing. He's got to prove it this year on the field. All right. Now, let's talk about something important here. Mark Stoops out there begging for money. I ain't got a problem with that. As long as we win six games and I can drink bourbon, we get go to a bowl. Basketball season be here for too long. Then you're in trouble. But until then, you have to come, you, you got to play Kentucky, and that's what people hate. I mean, we're, I've had teams come to Kentucky and have their homecoming at Kentucky. <laughs> you can't do that no more. You know, you actually have to play us. And that just irks, irks, you know, like Missouri, you know, Missouri. You know, they, they were supposed to be the stallion of this conference. And, they, you know, no, I've got South Carolina, uh, Kentucky, and Tennessee all better than Missouri this year. But far as saying that, you know, we got the best running back, that was just something that the Tennessean put out. And if you actually read that article, it, it was to spotlight how good Tennessee's wide receivers were and how much yardage they are going to produce. And the article is really about you, you can't win in the SEC unless you have a running game, but if you could score a lot of points, I mean, you just have to read the article. But no, they were trolling Kentucky. We do not have a better running back room than Georgia or Alabama. That's ludicrous. Ludicrous. But I want y'all to think about this right here. If Mark Stoops is man enough to get out there and put it out there like it is, please give me some money so I can compete with these other conferences. Why can't Big Barney Ross drink a little bourbon and go to a bowl game with six, seven wins? Y'all think about it. I'm out of here. Barney Ross. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know that I – you know, I don't know that I necessarily think that Georgia does have a better running back room than Kentucky. I think everybody just automatically looks at the G on the helmet and thinks, oh, they got a stacked running back room. But, I mean, just looking at this roster here, I mean, they're returning. Uh, okay, Kendall Milton. All right. Yes, he's all right. Uh, 457 yards last year. I got my Phil Steele book, by the way, picked up in the – I, I picked this up in Fayetteville, North Carolina on Friday evening at the Barnes & Noble. And did you know that when I took the picture, Phil Steele actually retweeted it? Because, uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, fair enough. Um, and his backup is this uh, number eight, Kenny Smackintosh. I mean, you know, 753 yards last year. I mean, he's all right. I mean, he ain't, he's no Nick Chubb, no Sonny Michelle. They don't have anybody of that caliber coming back. I mean, last year, I mean, it was pretty much, you know, throw the ball around to uh, Cotton Bowers a lot. So, I don't know. 
Um, how about we go with uh, Ole Miss with uh, Ulysses Bentley the fourth and uh, Zach Evans? I'll take them over the Kentucky running back room. Megan says Will Muschamp is the best coach USC juniors had in fifty years, and JP is too ignorant to realize it. Fuck USC junior and fuck JP. This well, is a joke. No, first of all, it's we're USC senior juniors out on the West Coast because they're searching for a revenge win against the Gamecocks. We were also a school before they were a state. I, I don't even. We didn't, have, we didn't have a losing record last year either. They did. Now that that that's worth uh, that's worth writing about. All they're right. A wet fart. I mean, they're a wet fart in my opinion. Everybody. I don't know. I I think I think they are. I don't know. I think there are the most overrated bunch going into twenty twenty two. I'm fucking tired of hearing about them. Stinking Lincoln Riley and this fucking do-rag quarterback he took out there with him. Well, fucking go out there and win something first. I, I, I Did you say Lincoln? I mean, I, 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 I got you on that, Jack. I, 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 I don't. I Whatever. I mean, they don't have a – there's one thing missing out there, and it, it's, a, it's a passionate fan base. They don't deserve – to go to the playoffs and win national championships, in my opinion, because nobody's going to give a fuck. I mean, they don't have fans. I mean, I don't know. When, when, when have you ever seen fans in that building? That's a good point. I, I don't Brock, know. Brock wants to know if you're going to do a video about what Phil Steele had to say about the Gamecocks. I, I am. Yes, sir. I was going to uh, actually uh, go through here and look at his magazine. But, I mean, I only had one day at home. Uh, this weekend, unfortunately, and I got to head out tomorrow morning. I got to leave here tomorrow morning about 4, 15, 4.30 a.m. I got to head to Rayford, North Kakalaki. And so that's a pretty long drive, but I didn't get as much time as home as I wanted to in this, this magazine, um, you know, normally. And I'm not going, I'm not trying to be weird or nothing, but uh, lots of times I read them and I fall asleep in the bed with them. Okay. Now, normally, I take it on vacation with me in the summer, but this year, this year, we're actually not going to the great state of Pennsylvania in the summertime. I'm actually going to be going the first week of October. Say it ain't so. Carolina Jackpot's going on vacation during football season. I am, and my son and I normally go to. A, we try to go to a road game. We went to East Carolina last year. And we're going to try to go to Kentucky this year. So that one looks like that one might be scrapped. So I think we're going to go to Vanderbilt. Okay. Well, hey, you're going to go get a win. That's good. Well, I mean, it's a cool place. And it's like I, it's like I told the wife. I mean, you know, we go to Vanderbilt. It's in November. Um, I mean, you should win. So, you know, I really don't – I mean, I would like to go to Kentucky. I haven't been to that stadium before. Uh, I have been to Vanderbilt. I've never been to Kentucky Stadium before. I'd like to go, but I mean, you know, I'd really like to go to a game. I think we're going to win. So, right. Well, you should be able to get your tickets for like eight dollars. <laughs> They're like thirty right now. No, yeah, well, as we get closer to that game, they'll probably be a hell of a lot cheaper. Well, I don't anyway. know. Vanderbilt might have a really good year, you know. 
Yeah. Well, that means they may win two games instead of zero. Who knows? <laughs> Got, somebody uh, said something about they got some sure they got some easy wins. Uh they got uh some easy wins against uh Hawaii and then they got an easy win against Northern Illinois. I'm like Northern Illinois, I'm like, I would expect them to be an underdog in that game. I think they are. The, the early line has them as an early underdog. But oh. here's the thing the the SEC folks are gonna be like they're literally going to be looking at Vanderbilt like they're silly. If they go to Hawaii the first game of the season and stub their toe, holy shit, there will be some pissed off people. If that um, happens. I got a comment, a comment section. Let's see. Uh, Nicholas Powell said, why don't you just go to Penn State or you in another part of the state? Yeah, I'm actually – where I go to is actually probably a good three, four hours away from Penn State. Penn State's in the middle of the state and kind of northern – uh, the actually the the closest uh, uh, FBS um, program to where we go at. Uh, do you remember where that would be? You know where that would be, Rob? Would it be Pitt? No. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's actually Rutgers. Rutgers. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Hey, um, why is everybody talking about Kentucky's going to be so badass this year? Nobody, nobody said anything about that except for Bluegrass, who thinks they have the best running back room in the conference, and and he thinks that they can beat Clemson. I mean, but he, I think Bluegrass <clears throat> drinks a lot and probably smokes meth. And Joshua. Why, Joshua? You think Joshua smokes meth too? I don't know Joshua. He might. He might. He might. Okay. What else you got for the show, brother? Man, Tennessee's going to be pretty good this year, though. They, Tennessee has the potential to be pretty good this year. I think that uh, they may score a point a minute. They remind me of, like, the Iowa Barnstormers from uh, when Kurt Warner was throwing the ball. They're going to be, look, we're, we're going to score 45 points. You're going to need 46 to beat us. And you might get 46 because that defense may be the shits. We'll find out. The Kurt Warner ain't throwing the ball. Kurt Warner is a pocket passer. We got to go using that. I'm using that as an example of they're just going to throw the ball up and down the field is what I meant, man. I'm just, I'm just saying we got we got to do a threat, man. Sure, That's man. what you need That's in this great. game. That's what you need in this man, game. Man, that gimmick gotta offense is going to go up and down it. the field, brother. I mean, you, you got that gimmick, gimmick. going. It's going to be great. Yep. Gimmick. We got, we got the same four downs as anybody else. We'll make the best out of it. Sure. What do y'all do with it? It's a gimmick offense. We made the best out of four downs. What do y'all do with it? Yep. We got four downs like everybody else. Well, they hit they hit a cheerleader in the back of the ball on first down. Mm -hmm. You guys are gonna be awesome. You'll be awesome on the offense. Second down's a fumble and they recover it. Oh, for sure. Third third down, little Shipley goes for eleven yards. And we miss a tackle. Yep. That's a first down. Yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to talk, gimmick or otherwise? No, man. That's it. Well, appreciate it, man. You uh, have a great night. We'll talk to you later on. All right. Big orange slice. Let me respond to this real quick. Um, Marty Reinhart used to work for me at uh, – Good old Winn-Dixie, number 1269 in Gaffney, South Carolina, back in the early 2000s. 
says off topic, but, but he's a Gamecock fan too, but would be, uh, and he lives in Hawaii, by the way, off topic, but would be interested to hear thoughts on the over slash under for who will be Flair's final opponent. And I sure hope he doesn't have a significant cardiac event in the ring. Have you seen him working out for that? I have. He looks Jeez, good. Man. So who, who's he going to wrestle? I mean. I think it's going to be a tag team match. And I think that it's going to be. Uh, it'll be him and, and possibly another tag team against another tag team, I guess. I don't know. But him and, maybe it's him and Conrad Thompson. Might be. Conrad ain't taking no bumps. You know that. <laughs> Conrad ain't taking no bumps. No, I, I think maybe it's Jay Lethal. There, there's been kind of a back and forth between those two. Um, I, I hope it's not somebody that's like completely geriatric and we have two old fogies that go at each other. And I hope it's somebody that can carry him a little bit. That's what I hope. But I don't know. We'll find out. I was hoping it would be Hulk Hogan. Once again, that's someone that uh, I don't <laughs> think is going to uh, not going to matter as much. So King Kong my wife came down the stairs. My wife came down the stairs and gave me the stank eye and said, "Are y'all really talking about wrestling?" Yes, it's Ric Flair's final match. Well, I don't see why Ricky Steamboat won't do it. I mean, you know he's still in damn shape. My my wife is literally she just doesn't she she doesn't she doesn't understand Ric Flair. That's basically what it boils down to. I'd like to see him wrestle Honky Tonk. I don't know. Honky Tonk Man ain't taking no bumps. You're going to have to have somebody. Tonk was still wrestling up until a couple of years ago. Yeah, but he He's ain't taking no bumps. I, I think it's going to have to be a young guy that, that can bounce off the mat for him a lot. Because Flair's going to have that. He's going to have to have somebody that can literally carry him. And yeah, so I think it's going to have to be a youngin'. That's what I think. I was here in Greenville the night he wrestled. Do you remember when he wrestled Triple H that time? Yeah. For the belt? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I was there for that one. I I, I don't want him to die in the ring. He's I don't want crying. He cried a lot there in the last, the later years. He cried. He, he cried. He cries all the fucking time like somebody stole his fucking lunch or something. I don't know. That was over because he... he you know, he lost or whatever, and everybody went back, and then everybody came back out onto the to the uh, the ramp, and uh, Triple H got, you know, this is after Raw went off. He's like, this one's for you. And uh, Stone Cold went down there and drank a beer with him, and then he was just, like, tearing up and shit. Big Bonnie Ross said if he accidentally fell on Ric Flair, he'd break his hip. <laughs> Damn it. What what happens? Like they've been they've been putting this thing up for a while, right? Ric Flair's final match, and you hear all this, and they moved it to the Nashville Auditorium, which is like a a ten thousand seat arena, and they've got all that that going for it. What happens if Ric Flair, at seventy two years old, steps into the ring and bounces off the ropes for the first time, and I don't know, his colon explodes, and he can't do shit? All those people are like. Fuck it. <laughs> and then he's sitting there thinking, well, I got that final payday. <laughs> oh, man. What a mess. All right. Well, Jackpot's got to go to bed early because Jackpot's got to get up early. So appreciate you guys as always. I will be doing a show tomorrow. I built up a, quite an audience there, and I appreciate you guys as always. 
Ladman Hawkins says Vince is a freak in the sheets. Hell yeah. Remember, he used to call himself the genetic jackhammer. Genetic jackhammer. What a great line. The, the grapefruits. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate you guys. We'll see you later on.